Hello, Health Builders. I'm your host, Dr. Jamie Rasmussen, and welcome to another episode of Habits That Heal, a podcast dedicated to giving you the tools and insights necessary to protect your greatest asset, your health. And today's episode is Your Brain is Plastic. In the last 50 years, your parents' approach to health has led to a 1,200% increase in chronic illness. Until the conversation around health changes, you can expect your results to be the same. If you're okay with a life filled with unnecessary suffering, tune out. If you're ready to break the cycle, let's get to work. In this episode, you will discover how to build a stronger brain. That's right, I said build. And no, the brain is not a rigid machine that you're born with a certain amount of neurons. That's all you get. You get those connections. Maybe you make some new connections when you're a kid, but then after that, you're hosed. That's the way that scientists used to think about the brain. And it wasn't until the last decade or two that there have been some pretty paramount discoveries that have led us to discover otherwise. And it's super exciting. It's something that chiropractors have been talking about for the last hundred years or so, but everybody's finally catching up to the concept that uh, what goes into the brain dictates how the brain functions. And it's not the other way around. It's not the brain is this rigid machine that tells every single thing in your body how to do. You have 75 trillion cells in your body. All of them are under the control of the brain. And it's not a one-way street. When chiropractic was developed, they talked about affrontation, so information being sent up from the body to the brain. And like I said, it wasn't until decades later that Uh, Medical doctors started to go, oh my gosh, there are two, it's a two-way street. It's not just one way. And then decades later, here we are today talking about how that input up into the brain actually changes how the brain functions. And some really cool research has been done on this and some incredible books have been written on this concept. Specifically, uh, Norman Deutsch wrote a couple books. One of them is called The Brain That Changes Itself. And he's been at the forefront of the concept of neuroplasticity. That's the word. The brain is plastic. It can change and move depending on what's being sent up from the environment to the brain. And just incredible changes across the board. I mean, from learning to be left-handed if you're born right-handed to recovering from things where there's actually been brain damage in areas of the brain that control a certain function and uh, training the brain to work around those damage areas, create new areas that more or less do similar things and incorporating those areas. So that deficit that you thought was a lifelong deficit because you had a stroke no longer is a lifelong deficit. So what does this have to do with creating habits that heal? Well, habits, habitual things are routines and routines more or less are automatic behaviors that we've trained the brain to do. And it's training the brain. It's strengthening these areas. It's like doing bicep curls for the brain. You're putting the brain through a workout. You're making that area of the brain stronger. So creating more connections in that area to better serve you and better serve the interests of your body and then ultimately your family, your work, etc., etc. So how do you hack into this ability? Well, it's about what you're putting up into the brain. The brain is now being thought of as primarily a receptive organ. So it's taking in tons of information. And you know that your brain's been taking in information this whole time. You just probably didn't realize the significant impact it has on how your brain functions and ultimately how your body functions. You know that your brain is taking in light and it's interpreting it and creating shapes and images in your head. You know it's taking in sounds. You know it's taking in smells and taste. And you even know that it's taking in things that you feel. 
Well, things that you feel fall under the category of proprioception. And that's the area that I exist in primarily as a professional. And in the frontiers of neuroscience, what we're discovering is since the brain is primarily a receptive information, the better the input that you put into the brain, the better the output. So if you have garbage in, meaning poor proprioceptive input up to the brain, stress signals being sent up up to the brain, um, overstimulation, understimulation, Well, the response that the brain has, it's basically since it's dealing with limited information, it is making the best and the most appropriate response, assuming that there's no major structural or anatomical damage to that area. And even as we're discovering neuroplasticity, that kind of is now becoming a gray area because the brain can work around it. It's just incredible, innate, inborn brilliance in your brain. So when you put in poor information, you get poor output. Poor output is what we label as symptoms. That's what poor poor focus is. That's what behavior issues are. I live a lot of what I work with are specifically uh, kids dealing with neurodevelopmental issues. So the neurodevelopmental issues are viewed as a brain output issue saying, hey, the problem's in the brain because the child's not making the appropriate neurodevelopmental milestones. But what we're discovering is it's actually an input issue, meaning the brain's getting a bunch of gobbledygook from the environment and it's doing the best it can with that information. And what we're seeing, especially in our office, with some incredible success stories is once we start to clean up that information into the brain, the symptoms change, so the behavior changes, the focus changes, the healing changes. And that is what I wanted to share with you today. I want you to start focusing on making sure your information from your environment is getting up to your brain in a clear way so your brain can heal at an optimal level. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's about priming your body for healing. And in order to prime your body for healing, you have to make sure that your brain is getting the right information from the environment. If it gets the right information, it will have proper adaptation. And assuming that your environment is not ultra toxic and your body is adapting at a high level, health is going to be the result. So if you want to make sure that your brain is getting crystal clear information, You need to be under the care of a neurological chiropractor, but you also can be doing a couple other things, and that's what I want to share with you today. And I've already shared one of these concepts with you, so one will be new and one will be a repeat, but very important if you haven't already started doing it. So the repeat, let's start there. The repeat is meditation. That is setting aside time where you go into a place of sensory deprivation and you're focusing on your breathing, you're focusing on calming your physiology. When you do that, you decrease the amount of noise that's being sent up to the brain. Noise up to the brain is always interpreted as a stress signal, and that's the garbage in. So if you keep putting stress signals up to your brain, the garbage in, again, your brain is not going to be able to make the appropriate responses, and things like sleep issues, things like immune issues, things like digestive issues, things like um, anxiety, depression, all of these things that fall under this neurological issue category Generally, it's because of too much noise up to the brain. So meditation will help quiet that noise. The other hack that I want to share with you today is a breathing technique. And I know what you're saying. You walk around every single day breathing. You don't need to learn how to breathe, right? Your body is doing that naturally. Unfortunately, what your body has probably developed over the years is a bad breathing pattern, a stress response breathing pattern that reinforces that stress signal up to the brain. It reinforces that noise up to the brain because you're not breathing the right way. The best breathing pattern technique that I've discovered has been through the Postural Restoration Institute. And I'm going to share the how-tos 
within the show notes. So check it out, or you can look it up on your own. PRI, or Postural Restoration Institute, is going to be your best resource for learning how to breathe the right way. So what happens when you're breathing the wrong way? I kind of alluded to that already, but what it does is it reinforces this stress pattern because a lot of the nerves that are responsible for that fight-or-flight response are actually being activated every time you do stress response breathing. So shallow breathing, walking around, overinflated, meaning you have too much oxygen in your lungs, you're not exhaling at all. So you're not breathing the right way. Well, you've been sitting behind a desk, you've been learning to breathe the wrong way for years and years and years. So you have a very bad neurological pattern, lots of noise that has been continually being sent up to the brain. So the best thing that you can do as far as breathing goes is start to repattern it. And repatterning takes time, it takes consistency, and it takes patience because, you're again, it's not something that you just do a breathing exercise once a day for a week and everything's magically better because the majority of the week you're still going to be breathing the wrong way. But it's such a valuable effort because when you fix this, it's going to have a cascade of positive benefits throughout the body. Not only will your brain be calmer and healthier and able to respond and adapt to the environment, which is the ultimate definition of health, your physiology, so how your body moves through space, you're going to be much less likely to deal with biomechanical issues. So knee injuries, hip injuries, low back injuries, headaches, that kind of stuff if you can get this breathing thing down. And again, it would be silly for me to try and walk you through this breathing technique in this audio format. So again, I'm going to put the links to where you should start looking in the show notes. Check it out. Start working on this every single day until unconsciously you become competent at it. And that's when you've won. When it just becomes this natural behavior, a habit, a true habit, and then day in and day out, you get to reap the benefits. Okay, so here's what to do next. If you have not started to meditate, start start today, start today, five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day. It does not have to be elaborate. Use Calm, use Headspace, use Insight Timer, use the Oak Meditation app. There are so many tools out there or just sit in silence and focus on your breathing. Any of that works. You just have to create the space for it. You're not going to find the time. You owe yourself, you owe your family, you owe your employees, your coworkers, the best version of you. And meditation is absolutely essential to pulling that off. Next, you're going to look up PRI or the Postural Restoration Institute's video on how to do correct breathing. Or just go to the show notes and look there and retrain, commit every single day to start working on breathing the right way. And as you do this, over time, you're going to be sending more calm up to the brain, clear signals about your environment, and your body is ultimately going to heal itself the way it's designed to at a much higher level. And when your body is constantly getting clear information from the environment and able to heal itself at a high capacity, that's when you walk around and you feel bulletproof. We'll talk soon. Bye. And now it's time to turn ideas into action because ideas without action are useless. So get to work. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to these podcasts, do it and please leave a review. And if you want to get a hold of us, you can follow us at Health Path Chiropractic on Facebook or Instagram, or you can follow us at pathoutofpain.com. 